0: Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for hanging out with us again. We certainly do appreciate you listening and participating and being a part of uh, Changing the Food Conversation. I am thrilled today with my guest. I am stoked to have her here. Everybody out there that knows her says the same thing. She's a top 10 person on their list of people to hang out with. She's an amazing person with a great personality. We're going to have a fun chat today. Off the rails? Yeah, I hope so. That's my goal. Try, frankly, off the rails is where I want to take us. Please, everybody, give it up for the senior sales rep. Key Accounts Manager, Keeper of the Keys, knows where everything's at, from the Oppenheimer <laughs> Group, aka Oppie. Please welcome Corey Martin. Welcome, welcome, welcome.
1: Thank you, Todd. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here.
0: I'm stoked you're here. I'm super excited that you're here. I've been looking forward to this conversation. i am I, I'm, I'm a been around Oppie for a long time. You guys have only been around 165 years, so you're not oh as Oh, yeah, old. just only. A yeah, short history. As, yeah, right, exactly. So <laughs> I'm not quite as old as you guys yet, but I'm staring closer <laughs> at it every day. But nonetheless... <laughs> You're such an amazing company to be around and the culture and what's going on and what you guys do. And quite frankly, I think there's going to be a lot of people on the end of this podcast and this broadcast are going to go, I didn't know that about this company. And that's really what my goal was today. And as I peel back the proverbial onion about what was going on, I found things I didn't realize. It was like, holy shit, are you kidding me? These guys did that? It's pretty cool. So I'm looking forward to this conversation. But before we do that, and I build this thing up like I normally always do for my plateau here, tell everybody a little bit about yourself so they get to know you.
1: Sure. Um, so my name is Corey Martin. Obviously, I'm with Offie, um, And I've actually been with Offie for 15 years. So it's really my only produce job. Um, started out as an intern, um, you know, kind of wore, wore a lot of hats in that role, um, learned a lot. Um, and it, it was an incredible experience, actually, just, just being alongside our president and CEO at the time and, and kind of really, really soaking in the industry. And then I became a business development rep um, up in Seattle, for instance, and then came back down to um, Southern Cal, where I've kind of built my roots here um, as a business development representative. And then I eventually moved into a senior sales position.
2: I love it. Um, So it's been an
1: incredible journey. Yeah. When I read Key Account, I I just,
0: when I saw Key Account, I just assumed they gave you the keys, but that's not what that means.
1: (laughs) No, I had to work (laughs) for it. (laughs)
0: Okay. I didn't know. had
1: how to, how to prove myself, but no, it's, um, actually it, it, there's been a lot of, um, great opportunities that i for me and, and I'm, I'm grateful for it. So it's been, it's been there's a good no career so far.
0: Well, and you know what, you have grown tremendously as a person in this opportunity. We're going to talk about that and the things that you're doing now and sure. the things that, you know, besides being a mom, the things that matter to you and what this, what this business has done for you and what you, you know, what's touches your heart now and where you're at trying to uplift spirits and doing some cool stuff. So, I'm saving that though. I got that part coming, but we're going to do it before. Right. We do it, you know, we built up Opby 160 plus years old. You know, I mean, these guys have been around a little bit. Share everybody, kind of what is Opby. Let's just give them a quick yeah. I,
1: I would say, you know, at our core, we grow, market, and distribute fresh produce from around the world. Um, you know, we grow on every continent in the world, which is a pretty cool thing to say. Yeah. Um, we move over 50 million boxes of fresh produce annually. Um, we are a Canadian-based company, as you attest to our history. Um, you know, we started during the gold rush in Vancouver. Um, you know, more than 160 years ago. So we've we have do have a rich history uh, up in Vancouver, um, BC. But we have regional offices all over the United States, Canada. Um, we have offices in Chile. Um, we have offices in Africa, South Africa. So I mean, we're we're spread out all over. Oh, there's <laughs> um, no doubt yeah yeah so we we attack the market that way regionally pretty much but um yeah we um touch on so many different categories grapes cherries stone fruits citrus apples kiwi mangoes um you know the list goes on so um, uh it's, yeah it's a it's very am- diverse portfolio and it, it makes it fun
0: it's amazing And i'm going to come up behind you a little bit and just kind of give people a sure. little bit more history because it's amazing you had the very first produce warehouse back in 1887 yeah right 1887 produce warehouse i'm sure the refrigeration was awesome um yeah david oppenheimer everything on ice yeah exactly david oppenheimer was the mayor of vancouver um and he actually is credited with developing a lot of the city's infrastructure you import 1891 1891 kids think about that they imported the first japanese mandarin oranges well i bet that was a long boat ride right again a great refrigerated boat ride And,
1: and think about how popular that variety is now
0: Oh, my God. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. 1956, introduced Granny Smith apples to North America. Didn't know that. That was a fun fact mm-hmm. that got me. It's 1973 to 1988. You guys introduced Royal Galas, Braeburns, and Fuji apples.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Another thing. Yeah. Like, holy crap. Really
1: strong roots in New Zealand. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, there's no doubt. And in 1985, you opened up your first U.S. office in Seattle. And as you mentioned, you got 14 offices and six global grow relation offices. You know, you guys truly are the world. It really is very impressive. It really is. So tell me a little bit about, you know, where you guys are at now and what you guys are doing. You're part of Total Produce. I like to talk about that so people can kind yeah. of understand that relationship a little bit. So, you know, how does Total Produce fit in everything? And then, you know, how has they helped you guys You think, because you've been there long enough to be a part of all that, you know, how do you think they've helped you guys grow and, and develop as a company?
1: Yeah. So Total Produce, um, just to a- bring it back to bare bones, you know, they oh. um, purchased majority stake in Opi. So they they own um, majority of us. And subsequently, they um, merged with Dole, which is one of the largest produce companies in the world. And that created a publicly traded entity, Dole PLC. Um, but oppie does um, operate independently. We always have even um, initially when Total Produce, you know, purchased us. And um, we've always been on our own. I think there's been you know, some improvements maybe in the financial world of, of, you know, how we report and things like that. But other than that, we've really been able to operate just as we have um, very independently from what they're doing. Um, So, and the other aspect of that is just trying to look and create um, synergies between our businesses and and what we can benefit together. Um, That, that's sort of where we're looking at in the future of, Mm -hmm. of how we can create more of those synergies together.
0: That's awesome. I love, them. you know, obviously got a tagline that says expect the world from us. Right. And we yeah. talked about that a little bit about, you know, you guys are everywhere. Right. And you're doing a whole lot. Yeah. Of stuff. What, what's that mean to you?
1: Well, it means a lot. You know, it's, it definitely sets the standard um, internally in our culture, you know, of doing whatever it takes um, mm-hmm. to get it done. Right. Um, from a customer service standpoint, but also in servicing our grower partners. Um, you know, we really do service, different entities you know we put as much energy into the supply and our grower base as we do our customer base um both equally important right you need both partners to make the yeah. equation work without uh, that, right. but it has created that successful culture within our company that you know let's let's figure out a way to get things done um, we're very teamwork oriented but full service too you know trying to create and fill the gaps of everything logistically to make things work um from PO to all the way to the back end, returning to our growers what, what they deserve. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's, you know, being part of the produce industry, it's like, it's funny. You, you just, you talk to people that are outside of the industry and mm-hmm. they kind of don't understand, right? What we do and um, the impact we really do make on the world. Um, yeah. You know, I have family in education, I have family in healthcare, which is like, you know, obviously teaching to our tomorrow and, and saving lives. Um, but we're just as equally important, you know, we're, we're feeding the world and, and we definitely are making a daily impact. So I I do, I am proud to be in this industry and I'm proud to be adopting that aspect In that aspect, you know, we really are focused on, um, customer service and making sure we're, we're putting both our customers first.
0: Yeah. (laughs) They don't always align. (laughs) Well, no, but but that's the nature of the business, right? It's not a widget business. It it is, is, you know, look, you, you have a factor called mother nature that comes into play in every day that everybody in this space deals with. And it's the greatest acceptance we all have to understand is that's something you have to accept. You can't complain about it. You can be upset about it because something didn't work out, but it is what it is. Right. And it's what, it's it's why we're growing because mother nature said we should. Right. So yeah, yeah, exactly. But, but, you know, you, you said something that I thought was really great. You know, we talk about culture wise, you know, when you come in, you know, expect the world from us, that's a high level of, of, Anticipation of, of of what you're going to be, what your mantra is every day, what your expectations are of yourself as somebody that works at the company, right? I mean, it's just you know, it's it's you know, it's, don't expect half ass from us. Don't expect you know, whatever. It's a big, lofty goal, I guess. Expect the galaxy from us. We're not quite there yet. Elon's working on it. Maybe we'll have that. change. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we'll change that eventually. But nonetheless, <laughs> you know, it's a big expectation. I think that that's a great to me. It's kind of a cool tagline. You know, it does raise the bar every day when you walk in. And I think that's really neat.
1: Thanks for joining the Todd Versation. And now, a word from our sponsor.
2: Hi, I'm Karen Nardotza, President and CEO of Moxie Marketing. On behalf of all the Moxers worldwide, thanks for listening to Todd Versations and Todd Bits. At Moxie, we're known for strategic marketing and PR unique branding and packaging, award-winning web and graphic design, and trade show experiences that generate results. Whether you're selling B2B or B2C, a farmer, processor, commodity board, retailer, food service, or somewhere else on the supply chain, we make it easier to grow your brand and your business. From avocados to zucchini and petunias to protein, we help you tell your story, stand out, and achieve your goals. Get Moxie and together we'll celebrate your success.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we you know, mistakes happen. The uncontrollable's will always be there. And I for think sure. you know, I've learned to kind of stop apologizing for a lot of those and and just start creating solutions, right? And and trying to help navigate that process, but um yeah, it is, it is a, a tagline that, you know, we're held to a high standard and, and that's important. But we, it, our industry is lean. We all know that, you know, there's very few yeah. people that um, a lot happens through a few hands, right? But and we, it's no different at off-y. Um But our matrix is kind of set up where um, internally you build that network, you know how to get things done. So it's, it's right. everybody's a part of it and it's just learning who those people are and how they can help you.
0: I love it. I love it. Well, you guys focus on three main areas, and I want to bring this up because I again I think it's one of these things. Like I don't know if everybody really gets that, right? It's like oh, they just you know they 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 just sell avocados, they just sell this, but it's much deeper yeah. than that. You guys really focus on three areas of partnerships, which I think is the key word um, in, in what you all do. So I want to chat about what they mean to Opie. There's three. Sure. I'm, I'll list the three of them. We'll go one at a time, and you kind of touch on each one of them. You got, and I love this. You got grower partners, retail partners, and logistic partners. So yes. let's start with the grower partners. What does that, you know, what does that mean to Oppie?
1: Yeah, I think securing supply um, is obviously incredibly important. Um, our strategic pillar is to be as fully integrated as we can be. Um, right. Obviously, that helps in terms of control understanding the market and being able to be flexible and fluid in, and how you go to market. Um, we all know the importance of that, but without supply, you know, you're not, you need it. Um, and I think we've established strong partnerships over the year and, and growers have come to API and we, we turned down opportunities too. you know, we're selective. Um, you know, we're not just going to financially back something that doesn't make sense for us. Um, but we do, um, a really good job of vetting that out and partnering with the right people and the right growers that that can bring that quality to our brand and make sure that we're um growing in the areas that we want to in the future um, right. not that opportunities won't shift us in other directions but i think sure. our portfolio is diverse enough <laughs> yeah um but yeah we we um, align ourselves with brands that are high quality and um we really look at that part um very, very much because we we want to make sure that we are upholding
0: that in the industry. Well, look, you got you got to expect the world from you guys. So I mean, that's, a, that's, not, a low, <laughs> yeah. that's
1: not a low bar, right? And I think, but I, again,
0: I think that goes to why the brand is you know quality centered. Why the brand has the reputation that it has. You know, it's all a part of that positivity that you guys you know outwardly come out with, and you got to expect that from the product. I mean, you know, sure. you wouldn't expect garbage product for somebody that has a mantra. Expect the world from us, right? It just doesn't seem to fit. So I appreciate that. I appreciate that mindset you guys have So talk about your retail partner, how you feel about that.
1: Yeah. I mean, like I mentioned before, you can't have one without the other. Right. It's definitely a um, we all need each other. And, you know, our our focus is strong. We have a very um, solid sales force that is out. Um, You know, we we try to fully penetrate all as areas of the, you know, not just retail, wholesale, food service. Um, but it, it is an important aspect. Um, you know, we, we look at consumer and data insights, um, category management insights to help our retail partners make those fact-based decisions that they need to. Um, we try to guide them as much as we can in, in that direction and um, kind, of, kind of listen to their needs. I mean, in most customer meetings, that's sort of our goal is walking out of there, hearing what they have to say um, more than pitching products. Um, we want to listen to their needs and how can we add value um, and, you know, of course, utilizing our products and, and making that work and helping drive consumption together, because right. um, that's ultimately the goal, right? Is they want increased sales. They want you know what can we do incrementally. They're always looking for new products and what's out there. Um, and you know, we're here to help them through that conversation. Well, what do you, what do you think
0: back of you know, kind of tax your brain a little bit. You go back to the beginning, fifteen sure. years ago, 14, 13 and you use the word fact based. Do you see? it? I mean, as technology has changed, do you feel like the information now I mean the information still existed back then we just didn't know how to deal with it but how do you feel like it's changed in that respect I mean do you feel like today you got a lot more bullets in your holster than you did when you were first starting
1: oh yes I would tenfold I think that's something that um has helped us too in our um transition with Dole and, Mm -hmm. and Total Produce is we have more access to data now as Afi that's another benefit that came out of that and um it has given us i mean we have people just solely dedicated to data insights and um, right. you know looking at what that is and it helps our grower partners too you know what varieties are not moving you know what needs to be more aligned um to the demand and um you know retail price points and sure what sells at what level and and you know it can, it can get as detailed as you want it to be um so yeah. yeah it's it's incredibly important i think more people need to use it
0: oh yeah for sure well let's talk a little bit about you know the the, the big I don't know the scary subject that uh, nobody wants to talk about, but it's the one we keep running our heads, you know, banging our heads into, and that's logistic partners. And what, what a yeah. challenge that is! Talk a little bit about what that means.
1: Um, well, if you think about global logistics, this has been the most challenging year, unprecedented that anyone's ever experienced. When you look sure. at supply chain, for sure. Um, we recently had a growth summit, which was just an internal conference at Opie and J&K Fresh as a partner of ours. Um, a customs broker who, you know, kind of went through all the challenges of 2021 that they've experienced at the, you know, um, you know, the port situations and things like that. And, man, I, I give kudos to anyone working in the supply chain because it's been hard. It's been really hard. Um, and I think even retailers will admit, you know, all these vessel delays and have definitely impacted us this year. I think more than even 2020 when the pandemic first hit, I think the ripple effect has really um, happened through this past year and now. Um, so it's, it's not really going away, um, but that's the key. It's partnering with the right people. Um, J&K is a good example of someone that's looking after Oppi in the ports. And we also have um, people on site um, at all our warehouses in QC right. and QC um, and, you know, helping get trucks loaded in and out of there quickly. And um, we have our own um, logistics team that works with our sales force to make sure we're offering and delivered loads where we can. It's also a profit generator for Oppi. Um, but then there's also um, the other side is working um, in our third-party logistics program, which was pretty much new to Avi in the last five years, is trying to um, get with the competitors in the industry and um, fill trucks, like create efficiencies. And together, even though we're competitors, we can collectively move the industry forward in that sense. Um, right. So there's been some efforts that we've um, worked on on the logistics side that's really improved our efficiencies and, and kind of become a good good. Um, you know,
0: opportunity for us. That's fantastic. And working, you know, the fact that, you know, again, expecting the world, right. But you're working yeah. with, right. But you're working with the same type of a shipper trying to solve the same problem. Your problems are both yeah. the same, right. Yeah. At the end of the day, how do you win the day? And how do we can, you know, how do we get driving more consumption, and all these other things? I think it's a really powerful thing that you guys are doing and people are participating and yeah. I'm glad to see it. I mean, that's really cool. I there mean, was, was need
1: for it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it really stokes you guys. And, and I hope people listening Reach out, find out. Find out <laughs> yeah. yeah. Partner, Call right? us. Why not? It's, it's, right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we but have look, space now.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, everybody does, right? And yeah, and everybody point, does. <laughs> how do we win the day? The ultimate goal yeah. is to sell your food, to feed more people, get more people to eat fruits and vegetables. I don't see how that doesn't win the day. So if we do it, we do it. Let's do it together. I want to talk about your commodity mix now because yeah. it's it's you know, your your partnerships and the commodities you guys have are really unmatched. So I want to talk about a little bit before we do that though. Talk a little bit about what your role is specifically, because we get into the commodity side of it.
1: Yeah. So I'm a senior sales role currently. Um, and, you know, I manage a couple of national accounts, which are more of like an RFP uh, program based sales. And then I have some regional retail partners that I work with right. um, that are, you know, there's a little bit of that program selling, but some of it's more day to day and um, sure. which is exciting and fun and always changing. Um, but yeah, being in the program sales, it's, it's really, um, moved me in a direction where I feel like, you know, you feel like you're in the big leagues a little bit, but it's also, uh, working with every single department within your company, you know, you have to make sure you have the packaging in line and you have, you know, all these steps to, to go through before you even start a program. So it's been, it's been a great experience and a good learning experience for me to grow, um, at Opi in, and in getting into those, um, of, it. of selling. Yeah, it's been
0: fun. Yeah. Well, and, and the reason I, I brought that up is because I want to talk, to, as I said, to talk about some of these guys. So tell me a little bit. I'm just, I, I mean, I'll pick a few off top but whatever. Let's sure. talk about the new, let's go with the, I guess the newest one would be eco farms, correct? I mean, yeah. let's talk. Yeah. Talk a little bit about yeah.
1: that. Yeah. So Afi had the opportunity to um, purchase eco farms and um, we've always dabbled in avocados. I don't think we were ever um, fully integrated and hundred percent serious um, in terms of securing the supply from a year round basis. Um, and having a California program with organics um, just sort of looked like a good fit for us. Um, and it was a high quality grower. They've, they've been around a long time. Um, they were well um, reputable in the industry. So we mm-hmm. thought it was a good fit for Hoppy. Um, and it aligned well with our Mexican avocado program. And we actually just um, partnered with Avo Works down in Mexico. So we, we've actually bolstered our avocado program to a significant Status going forward, so we're excited. We're excited to um, sort of be the new kid on the block in that area.
0: <laughs> I love it. Well, here's here's one that I think might stump a few people. Let's talk about Ocean Spray, right? I mean, you know, yeah, that's a, yeah, that's not, a long that's a history. That a lot of people there, know. Yeah, right? exactly. Our, our
1: partnership with Ocean Spray has evolved over the years. You know, we obviously have been marketing their fresh cranberries um, for them for a long time uh, before my time um, at Offie, and so we kind of help them with the fresh cranberry piece, but you know, Oppie was sort of dabbling in what is our consumer brand and how can we um, attack that um, from a marketing perspective. Um, and our partnership with Ocean Spray made sense. And um, they sure. they had a citrus brand out there in the industry, and we were able to kind of jump into that opportunity. And then it kind of spread across other categories for us. We, we It made sense for grapes and it made sense for berries. And um, so we've sort of been able to have our own consumer brand with our partnership with Ocean Spray, which has been a really cool advantage for us. And I think it's added to our distribution. Um, we now have Happy Berries, which is a kind of a, you know, um, it, it has Ocean Spray brand on it, um, but it's a different variety. It's it's um, our vertical um, tabletop. Hydroponic strawberries, yeah. um, in California, and that's that's been a cool initiative, um, you know, and getting involved in that that sphere. So, um, yeah, Ocean sprays evolved for us, and it's it's definitely our, our consumer brand right now.
0: That's great. I love to see you guys getting into ag tech and what you guys are doing. Yeah, I mean, you know, the berry. Yeah, really it's very cool.
1: innovative and and fun. Fun thing to sell. Yeah.
0: And you got good berry salespeople.
1: No, we do. <laughs> we
0: we know some them.
1: of
0: them. Well, not all. Of them. <laughs> Not there's all of them. That, there's one that can go on the chopping block at any time.
1: <laughs> yeah, our Harrison needs some work. Yeah, you can go ahead. <laughs> no, we love you can, him.
0: You can go. You can go ahead. Well, for those that don't know, full disclosure: my son works for Oppie and does. I don't I, 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 is he clean the bathrooms? What does he do? I don't even know.
1: Yeah, we have him sweeping the floors of the the berry coolers right now. No, he's um, he's so actually gonna... really awesome. He, he's doing great with our um our blueberry program he's managing right now, and um, which we're we're pretty um aligned, you know, globally to to make that a year-round opportunity. So he's pretty busy.
0: I can imagine as well. Like if he's he's sweeping the floor, I can't give him a (laughs) record. He's doing the work. It's good. He's doing the blueberry. So tell me a little bit about Zespri because that deals, the whole thing is incredible.
1: Yeah, it's a really exciting partnership for us. uh, You know, we've been selling Zespri Kiwi Fruit for decades. Um, So it's been a really long-standing partnership that we're proud of. Um, but really what's been the game changer in that partnership is the Sun Gold Kiwi variety. Um, you know, we went through the old variety Hort 16A, which kind of went through PSA and we had, you know, vine issues and then Sun Gold was coming through the pipeline. Um, and now it's at a growth potential of astronomical incremental sales for this market. Um, the runway is huge for that. And so we're excited to partner with them and, and kind of Building that up, we have a long way to go um, globally. We're a little behind what, what other countries are doing. Um, so for our retail landscape here, that's that's probably the one item I'd say has the most growth potential for this market is Sungle Kiwi.
0: That's exciting. Well, believe me, we're behind, Excited, yeah. There. And it's such a great
1: piece of fruit. It's it's oh, yeah. an incredible thing.
0: Well, and that we're so behind in so many things in this country. Uh, kiwi's not gonna be Yeah. Big, it be but you're right, it is yeah. a good piece of fruit. It, and I know. Kiwis have been around a long time and grown popularity this and that, but they're an incredible food. I mean, they're an incredible source of nutrition that yeah, people not think recognize.
1: Yeah. Coming out of the pandemic, you know, people, you know, making a concerted effort to eat healthier. Um, there's the most nutrient dense fruit on the market is kiwi yeah. fruit. And Sungold has more vitamin C than, than anything in the produce department. So I think you have, you know, that riding with, <laughs> with how well it tastes and how easy it is to eat. So yeah, it's, it's exciting.
0: Well, and it's a great kid item too, right? Kids can peel it apart. Yeah. They can do whatever they yeah, want. Yeah, I mean, my daughter eats it whole,
1: just like an apple because there's no like buzz yeah. on the skin. It's, yeah, it's incredible. Pretty, yeah,
0: it's pretty. And then the other one is, your, you know, your stuff that you're doing with the Oceanside Pole, which I think is just a yes. really, you know, it's kind of a really cool story as well.
1: Yeah, we have the last true vine ripe grower in the state yeah. of California, if not on the Western coast. I think a lot of them are gas greens now. Yeah. Um, and so we are the last standing guy and it's pretty cool. I mean, the Sting family has done an incredible job. They've been through a lot um, and we were able to kind of come alongside them and help them grow into an area they, they surpassed their imagination probably. Um, so at the retail distribution they have now is so strong and, you know, they're just set up for growth in the future, um, but they do a really good job. They always have, they have such a reputation of you mm-hmm. know, quality tomato Um, that has that homegrown taste. And so they are expanding. We have um, an exciting season coming up. We've got Romas actually being grown by the Singh family down in Mexico to kind of round out our program. Um, So we are on a growth trajectory there um, in terms of Romas. And then we'll still have our local vine ripe tomato program as well. So we're excited. It's going to be a fun season. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's cool. That's awesome. What else? What else would I what I leave off the table? I throw yeah, um it's we still have a really-
1: you know a long-standing partnership with Turner's and Growers. We represent the Jazz and the Envy Apples, um, which domestically and um, out of New Zealand. Um Orchard View Cherries is another really strong partner of ours in the Dallas, which is happening now. Um yeah. so yeah, they they are they set the standard for the industry of cherries. Um, we definitely believe that. And um, it, it's an exciting brand to represent. Um, and then we have Up Vertical Farms, which is a new one for us. That's um, up in BC, Canada yeah. and um, in, in the lettuce category. So we're kind of venturing off into something new, um, but that's mainly going to be in BC and the Pacific Northwest in terms of Right. And that's again, but,
0: another yeah. CEA operation though, but another, you yes. know, another green. Yeah, that's great. I mean, yeah. you know, it's amazing to see the, the evolution of, of ag technology and CEA greenhouses and what they've done and the difference they're making in this planet and you know, they're the future in a lot of ways for a lot of things. You can't do everything there yet, but you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's a game changing deal and you can't look away from it when you're sitting in California going, gosh, I wonder if they're going to let me actually turn the sprinklers on ever again. Right. Or, I you know. know,
1: yeah, absolutely, so yeah. it's a, it's mm-hmm. a
0: real, it's a real issue. So it's good to see, I'm glad to see you guys doing that. I'm, I'm glad to see companies like you stepping up and getting involved and figuring yeah. it out and getting it out there because it's, it's worthy. It's a worthy conversation to keep it moving. I think it's great. for sure. I want to switch gears exciting. a little bit about something yeah. that I, I really think is important to talk about when, you know, when I go and help companies and we talk, we get into conversations around culture and what it means. And you guys yeah. have been, Oppie's received Canada's most <laughs> admired corporate culture award. And that really says it to me. So how much does Oppie value fostering culture for its team members? Cause. It, it,
1: yeah, it's a, it's a great question. Um,
0: you we know, try not to two-
1: suck here. We try not to suck with our questions. <laughs> no, we I'll do give you sometimes, two-
0: but we try not g-
1: to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll give you two good examples. I mean, we have um, a program called Champions of Change, and I think Harrison has actually been a part of that. Um, it is uh, kind of an annual forum for a group of every department's represented. They get to go to headquarters and um, kind of hash out the issues, right? Like what is, you know, what is... Um, what is it that people are proud of to work here? You know, why, mm-hmm. why are you proud to work at Oppy? Why are you not proud to work at And If you were new, what would you need? And, you know, kind of um, go through a lot of those issues strategically. Where do you see us going in the future? And um, it starts with a survey that they send out to everybody in the company, um, you know, and you can honestly say what you want to say and they address questions and kind of allow for comments. And um, that group of people is in charge of looking through every single thing that gets put into these surveys. Um, so they thoroughly go through stuff for a week and um, present it to um, our leadership team. And it actually gets input in, into our strategic plan, what gets pulled out of that. Um, so annually, that kind of changes based on what the employees are saying um, about oppi and, and how we can make it better culture and um, all of that stuff. Our HR department is actually called talent and culture. So we we definitely know it's a focus and a need, um, especially with labor shortages right now and kind of keeping that retention um, making sure that people are being fostered and have, um, you know, a growth plan and um, everything they need to succeed. Um, so, yeah, it is important. And I think it's, um, you know, I, I do think your, your growth is up to you. I think in most companies at mm-hmm. the end of the day, um, Agreed. but you do have um, a really good opportunity Oppie, to um, advance and, and make sure that, um, you know, our teamwork and our people are incredible. So um, there's definitely a high, high-strung culture on on our people and making sure that we're taken care of, and um, so I, I'd say we probably are above the industry standard in that aspect. Uh,
0: yeah, I would think, and I think it's. I've only worked you. at
1: Offy, so I, you know yeah. I'm kind of biased, well, but um, yeah, but, it's, but it's I, I am proud of it
0: Yeah, but you've seen it develop yeah. over your 15 years. It probably wasn't as yes. strong then. It's it's grown, and I think when you when you try to work when you know, when you try to grow a company together it's a lot easier than trying to grow it separately. Right. I mean, it's all a part totally. of that. We're all the same yeah. goal,
1: right? It's all. We're all yeah. We just had a um, growth summit, which was made up of multiple departments as well. And we kind of do this every once in a while we took a back burner with COVID recently. So we just had one in April and, you know, it's kind of one of those things you throw away your business card, your title doesn't matter here. Let's talk. And, um, you know, together, let's, let's figure out how we can grow this company. And it it. it was really cool. Um, Yeah, it was it was very interactive and everyone from the CEO to um, somebody in QC, you know, um, who's who's packing and and doing stuff at the cooler. So, you know, we do have um, strong camaraderie in terms of teamwork and trust and building that internally.
0: I think it's so important. Do You think that translates back to your customer experience? I mean, do you think that 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 energy that the folks have you know all around all around the globe that are part of yeah i uh, think
1: absolutely i I, plus you have multiple people touching customers at any given time um so you know you might you know you take one account you might have you know our presidents involved or you know down to our business you know whoever um there could be multiple touch points so yeah we all have to represent that same um aspect and i think we have heard back and we do a customer retail survey Mm-hmm. Every, you know, every so often just to get feedback on how we're doing. Um, same with our growers, we do a grower survey. Um, and so things like that to make sure that we're aligned um, culturally, that we're servicing them properly. But I absolutely think it translates. I think it's it's probably more important than we realize. Thanks for joining the Toddversation. And now a word from our sponsor.
2: Hi, I'm Karen Nardotza, president and CEO of Moxie Marketing. On behalf of all the Moxers worldwide, thanks for listening to Todd Versations and Bits. At Moxie, we're known for strategic marketing and PR, unique branding and packaging, award-winning web and graphic design, and trade show experiences that generate results. Whether you're selling B2B or B2C, a farmer, processor, commodity board, retailer, food service, or somewhere else on the supply chain, We make it easier to grow your brand and your business. From avocados to zucchini and petunias to protein, we help you tell your story, stand out, and achieve your goals. Get Moxie, and together we'll celebrate your success.
0: Yeah, I I love the fact you guys go back to your customers and your growers as well. I used to do the same thing. I think it's important that you get direct feedback from your customers. How are we doing, right? Yeah. Um, a lot of people, a lot of people don't want to ask that question anymore. Right. They they just Yeah, it you, know? you
1: know, how do you know how to improve? You know? And, yeah. and so yeah, make us better. Yeah, yeah for sure. I love it.
0: I'm switching gears. I'm going to go to it. We're going to we're going to go talk about some, the passions of the heart a little bit, and something I know you really yeah. really love to do. Let's talk to be a little bit about your involvement with the Fresh Produce and Floral Council. Yes, so,
1: our FPFC. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: know. So tell me yes, a I am tell passionate
1: about it. I
0: know you are. So tell everybody that don't that, that doesn't know or haven't heard because we've had them on. We've we've talked about it. We, you know, yeah. Had the good fortune speaking with you guys and breakfast one morning. Talk, tell everybody yeah. kind of what the FPFC is.
1: Yeah. So FPFC at its core is sort of an organization that allows, um, its members to, um, give them a, an opportunity to connect, right. Whether it's connecting to education, information, um, or, you know, a network of people, um, that's, that's really what people are, I think attend most of our events for is to build that network. Um, you know, we, we try to, um, you know create events that do have you know industry content and, and things that can help educate them we started an apprentice program that allows new people to the industry to learn all aspects of the supply chain um, and we work with our grower you know members and growers and partners to create that experience for them um, and we have incredible sponsors of that program um, so it's 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 at its core we're, we're there to connect people right and right. i think we need that more than ever now um, owning the connection space is something we used at a term through the pandemic. Like, we need to own that space, right? You need to figure out how to connect with people. And in my history, um, you know, especially as a business development rep when I first started, it was the one thing that would give me opportunities to meet multiple retailers at, at any given event, right? Sure. So it, I look back and remember a lot of memories and how I built relationships because of the FPFC existed. So I think it's, needed. It's important. Um, you know, we, we are based in, in California. And so a lot of our events are surrounded by that geographically, but we are looking to expand. I think, um, the, the pandemic kind of halted some of that, but we are looking to yeah. um, grow a little bit more Western based and, um, you know, over the next few years, I think that's exciting to see everybody come back together. And, um, we've had a few of successful events so far this year, the expo you're referring to, it mm-hmm. um, was a great turnout. We had a lot of retailers there, um, which which made it a success for our members. And our members are consisted of, you know, we have growers, we have shippers, we have brokers, we have retail partners, and both floral and produce. So it's, yeah. it's a dynamic group of people.
0: No, there's no two ways about it. I mean, I think it's great. I, and I love the fact that is you can have two retailers talking to each other that are yeah. directly competitors but trying to solve how do we get the ball down the you know what yeah what do we do have
1: retail board? you know multiple retailers on the board and it's sort of like leave your company hat at the door yeah right? let's move the industry forward and that's sort of the goal um, well, I, know, I agree
0: well and I know yeah. one of the areas that unites everybody and it's an area that I talk about all the time and I, I want to talk with you about it and what it means yeah. is the area of consumption you know you think yes. about food waste and, and my first response is, is the best way to work to eliminate food waste you know in the produce sector let's increase consumption. Let's work on, you know, I mean, really, let's, you know, it sounds so simple, but it's not. It's a challenge. And I know that Mm -hmm. it's important to you. Obviously, it's important to everybody that's in our business. And and one of the things that I've been leaning into and trying to get the message out and keep talking about is that, you know, we've had an amazing runway through this pandemic with people eating at home, eating more, you know, consuming more fruits and vegetables. We know what the data says. it. But then as we get into an economy that starts to tank a little bit, recession and some big, nasty words start to come out, you know, the data also says, fruit and vegetable sales start to decline and things people start to rationalize, make other choices. Um, you know, what can we do? What can't we do? You know? it's so it becomes this, this concern of mine about keeping the pedal, you know, keeping your foot on the pedal and keeping these conversations alive, like, Hey, fruits and vegetables every day. It's going to make a difference to your immunity. Fruit and vegetables every day is good. There's all these things you can come up. Like you said about the kiwis, like more vitamin C than anything, right? Those kind of conversations are so important. So when you think about consumption, how concerned are you guys getting or how concerned are you? And even FPFC is an Oppie too, you know, about that and, and the fact that the data says that we've got to start being more proactive now before we lose all this great momentum. Because, you know, like I said to you when I was down in Los Angeles, this industry literally has the power to change the health of this country. It's such Absolutely. a huge responsibility that I feel like we've just got to constantly keep leaning into and driving that message home.
1: I could not agree with you more. It 100% should be the main focus of, of our entire industry's, you know, projection and, and strategic pillar going forward. It is um, it is concerning, especially with inflation rates the way they are. And you're right, people making alternative choices. Um, you know, I, I'm happy for the food service industry because people are starting to travel. I hope that doesn't yeah. go away because, you know, obviously they took a beating. Um, they did. But yeah, it, it is concern. It is important. Um, how we solve it? I don't know. I mean, we talked about this the last NorCal um, luncheon that we had with PBH and we had a retail, um, in our retail. we had a women's panel and we talked about produce consumption a lot. And I'm glad we did because it, the whole room just lit up. It was, it was like question after question because people are concerned and mm-hmm. it does need to keep being top of mind. Um, um, somebody brought an example, um, I think it was Amy from Fresh Point, she mentioned um, that a mother had turned down her daughter from picking something out that was kind of foreign to them. They don't normally pick out that item. Right, right. And she kind of told her daughter, like, oh, no, I know you won't like that. And she heard this conversation she's like oh we got to change this (laughs) you know if your child wants something in the produce department buy it you know you know encourage that variety and and um trying things and um i definitely you know know, my daughter loves dragon fruit it's probably one of the most expensive things on the shelf i'm gonna call um you know fritos and tell them to bring that down no i'm kidding um but it's like 8.99 a pound or something but she loves it she eats it and you know throw it in the cart right um, right. I think we have, it does start in our homes. I think as an industry, we do need to look within a little bit, yeah. um, and make sure that we're walking the walk. It was exactly what we talked about with PBH. Um, you know, last week it, we need to, um, start doing it internally and, and really pushing that forward and making it part of our own lives and, um, yeah. setting that standard as an industry. But um, yeah. I, anyway, if we can bring that into the conversation going forward is definitely huge. I think it's what keeps most produce um, people that are passionate about the industry up at night is, is how do we how do we move this dial forward and, and keep it from being a cycle.
0: Yeah, I 100 I agree. I mean, you know, and, and I'm not don't want to be harsh by saying this, but you know, sometimes everybody puts so much energy into themselves, their own brand, their own existence, their own fight for shelf space. I get that, lived yeah. it, totally understand yeah. it. But we're at a crossroads now that We've got to start thinking a bigger global perspective. We've got to start thinking that, you know, Kiwi is a conversation for the world to hear, not, you know, in, in, or apples or whatever the case may be. We've got to keep these conversations going on a broad level to get consumers still engaged because I hate to see us lose this momentum. We've never had it so good. We've yeah. had it so rough. We've had it, you know, we've had it so rough, but in the same time, we've never had it so good and we should yeah. continue doing um, that because this category yeah. is... Worth, we worth need promoting. retailers
1: help too. I know some of the retailers are doing a great job at, you know, putting uh, produce displays near the checkout stands, right? And yeah. some candy bars and, um, you know, making it exciting for kids or here's a free apple while you, you know, walk the store. Um, there, there's, there's stuff that they're doing that are trying to help, you know, help with that. And I think we need to continue to look at those, those opportunities.
0: hundred percent agree. Yeah. hundred percent agree. Thank you for that. I, I appreciate your, yeah. your candor on the subject. That's just, I think it's just really important. We got to keep talking about it. You know, sure. one of the things about getting involved in an organization like FPFC, um, it teaches you a lot, right? It teaches you a lot of different oh, yeah. things, but one of the, but one of the things it teaches you is, is that you're serving, right? You're, yeah. you're you're going above and beyond, right? You're not getting you're not getting paid. You're on the board. No, we're
1: you're volunteering.
0: Right? You're chair. What are you chairman of the board? What are you king of the world? What is your title? Chair of the board, king of the I world. I am. Ch-
1: I don't like saying chairwoman because it just sounds so weird to me. But um, I'm chair, chair, of, the board, yes, chair of the board. Yes. For 2022. I guess I said
0: chair. Yeah, I see. You're right. I said chairman. I didn't even. What the hell am I saying? Chairman. I don't, it's fine. Yeah, well, I'm sure somebody will comment. But nonetheless, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So I mean, look, and so my point is that you know you're you're serving, right? And mm-hmm. serving always teaches us something. What what has getting involved at this level Whew. taught you that maybe you didn't expect to learn?
1: Gosh, Todd, I could I could probably talk an hour just on this topic because I, volunteering is so important and needed. And um, Opie has been part of the FPFC for so long. And um, we have been on the board in the past and it just kind of was a while before we, we've done it again. And so this, it was our time to give back. Um, it's, it's taught me so much and it, it's self-serving as well. You know, I mean, I have rubbed shoulders with people that are incredibly smarter than me <laughs> and talented and, um, you know, even customers who are, you know, either on the board or in the organization, um, that's just an added benefit for myself and for Offie. Um, yeah. so we've, I've grown in the sense of building relationships Dramatically, um, creating a network of friends outside of oppie as well that I can lean on to for advice, uh, mentorship. Right. Um, you know, that's helped me in my own career, even through Opi, um, just by meeting other people in other organizations. But, um, you know, being on the board the past three years, we really had to um, pull up the bootstraps and roll up the sleeves and get dirty because, um, you know, we lost you know, our previous staff, we had to hire a new president, we went through a pandemic. So and we're an events based organization, a lot of our income comes from our events. So we really had to work hard as a board to um, figure this thing out. And, um, you know, it, it really taught me a lot. Um I'm grateful for this opportunity more than anything. It's, yeah. it's, it's really helped me learn how to jump in without fear and, and dig in. And um it's it's only um really benefited me in the in the long run in terms of my growth. So I, 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 love I I'm really appreciative of it.
0: I love it. I, yeah. I encourage
1: anybody to volunteer in the industry. It, it does give back.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I absolutely agree with you. I think um you know, you said something, you talked about the word mentoring, which is a word I love to use mm-hmm. the word I love to talk about, which really mentoring is just nothing more than being a friend in a lot of ways, right? Yeah. It's not hard. You're like, Oh, you have to mentor. I was like, you got to go to school. Yeah. Seeking you
1: advice. Yeah, <laughs> seeker
0: handshake. No, it's not like that. But <laughs> when you think about, you know, you know, and, and coming from a, a company that's so culturally rich like Oppie is, right? Somebody that's mm. setting the bar for, for forward thinking about how to build a better company from within, right? Not, not one guy in one room going, let's do this. Bring yeah. everybody together to get the ball down the field. So you know, how much, you know, you know, you value the the dementor, mentoring part of it and the giving back and think about, you know, when you first started 15 years ago, how, you know, you were probably in that space, right. And how much it's actually changed. Oh, I no. imagine I, it's yeah. looking back. It's gotta be pretty impactful.
1: Yeah. When you're new um, to this industry, man, I, I, I'd give it yourself grace for two years, right? I mean, sure. you really have a lot of learning to do. Um, so I think for the first couple of years, you're a sponge, you're just soaking it in because learning the seasons of things. And I don't think one year cuts it because the next season could be completely different. For sure. Um, so there's a lot to learn and there's a lot of questions and there's a lot of stuff. So um, yeah, you're not kind of in that space. You're really just soaking it in, learning, asking questions, trying to be um, as effective as you can. Um, but it's, it's that learning curve. And, and then you get into, um, okay, learning your internal network um, will only benefit you tenfold, but it's, it's really about, um, you know, seeking out those people that you trust and um, can really kind of bring you along. Um, mm-hmm. I've had people at Oppi that were definitely that for me. Some of them are still at OPI, some of them have left, but um, there's been um, those who have really uh, taken upon themselves to carry me under their wing. And I'm so appreciative of that. That's um, awesome. Introduced me to certain sort of retailers and built relationships that way. Um, so yeah, they've helped me build a network of my own. Um, you know, I can't say that I've done everything on my own. There's no way. There's no, no, but way you could do that. <laughs> Not in you know, this business. But yeah, your so perspective- yeah, giving back is just mm-hmm. giving it back, right? Like doing what was given to you. Um, so yeah. I, I definitely look at leading where I'm at, especially in my own sphere, in my own office, and, you know, kind of helping people along that I can, um, you know, leading from, from the position you're in.
0: Yeah, I think it's so important. I think, you know, you touched on something about being a sponge in the first year. I always tell people, when you get in this business, it's going to take you a year to learn it, right? Because yeah. a- a- April 9th only happens one time a year, and, <laughs> right? It only does. Yeah. And so you, you don't have a lot of experience about April 9th, right? And every day in this business is so different. But, you know, you, you made a really good point about young people getting that year under their belt, whatever, but start to get involved, outreach, get, you know, get into what it is, get online, figure it out, but get a part of a group that can help uplift you because it's, it, it wins the day for everybody. It really does.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's on, on you as an individual to really absolutely. take that out. Yeah. Because yeah. 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 if you want it, it's there. This industry yeah. has ten, like amazing opportunities for mentorship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, for sure. You can do that through FPFC. You can do it through you know, IFPA, there's, there's Whatever. Yeah, plenty of opportunity, involved. but getting yeah, involved,
0: get involved. And, you know, and getting involved even locally, you know, um, whether it's with, you know, a brighter bites or with it, you know, with yeah. people trying to figure out, get involved where it feels good to you and give back and be a part of it. Yeah. I'm excited
1: about that partnership. We just partnered with brighter bites. So, um, we'll probably do some more volunteer days with the FPFC, but yeah, I'm, it's exciting.
0: Well, we wrap up this podcast. I'm going down to see Brighter Bites myself. So. Oh, cool. Yeah, so I'm excited. They're a great organization, and Rich yes. and the team are. He's They're just doing really, a lot for their community. He's such, a, yep. he's such a stud. He's such a great dude. <laughs> he does. He's just a great. He's such a great guy to be around. He's just so uplifting, and he's done so much for this industry. And uh, I'm Absolutely. glad to see those guys be successful. So, what's Talk next? Let,
1: increasing right. consumption. They're right there in the trenches.
0: Well, you know, and, and I'll throw them a plug. I mean, how do you not love an organization that's that's working to educate and give curriculum to teachers yeah. and kids to talk about eating fruits and vegetables? Hello, everybody. What that's where want? it's at, right there. Where's it at, kids? Come on. What more do you want?
2: You want to get inspired?
0: <laughs> Lean in. So I love it. Thank you for sharing listen. that. I think that's great. So what's next? What's going on? What's next for opium? What what kind of what can you what yeah. can you drop? Some gossip that nobody knows. Ooh, uh,
1: gossip. Well, we're expanding. I mean, I'd say um, I think I've already dropped the gossip. Um, you know, yeah. I mean, we're always looking at, at different areas to grow. So I'm um, yeah. Partnering with this Oceanside pole, increase acreage. We're excited about that. Um, the up vertical farms is very new yeah. for us. That's just That's getting going. So yeah, there's a lot of new stuff with Oppi that we're excited about. There's still some synergies, you know, we're still looking at that in terms of lining our businesses with, with partners. So I think, um, you're gonna see a lot from us in the future for sure. and innovation and sustainability is an area we're really focused on right now. Um, you know where where that lies within our grower matrix, um, you know helping our growers look at you know maybe products that help their efficiencies. Um, I think we've even created this, we didn't create the technology. we partnered with someone who created the technology that you know, you take a picture with your iPad or your iPhone at the top layer of tomatoes and it kind of tells you the entire bin average
0: yeah.
1: of color. And, and um, you know, so some of those little fun, I- you know, innovations are happening um, that we're trying to help um, coordinate with our grower base. Um, That's so really great. Cool. Yeah. I love the, te- yeah,
0: the technology. Yeah, the works. tech
1: side's is fun. Um, and then just kind of measuring our sustainability from an authentic place um, right. and making that. It's always been a focus of ours, um, but we're really trying to make it. Um, more concrete in terms of the numbers and and trying to do our part.
0: Cool. I love it. Yeah.
1: It's exciting.
0: It It is. Poppy, everybody. Now you know. You didn't know. Now you know. Now you know. There's a lot going on,
1: 160 There's something years. A lot years. going on. We're very year
0: round. <laughs> you're going to hang around that long. You got to have your shit together. That's all I can
1: say. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we're, you know, yeah, we've got the history. We're ready for the future for sure.
0: I love it. Well, I can't, Cor, I can't thank you enough for hanging out with me. This has been a blast. I've, like, I said, no, I'm thanks for having
1: me anytime. No,
0: it's fun. It's, you're welcome back. You got an open ticket. You can come back. Thanks. Not everybody, can, not everybody's, yeah, buy just it.
1: not Harrison.
0: <laughs> no, I, I've seen enough of him. He's out. He's done. <laughs> He's your, he's your problem now. Oh, I love it. <laughs> no, but thank you so much for being here and hanging out. I just, I, I really appreciate it. I love what you guys are doing. I love the fact you wear, you know, your morals and values on your shirt sleeves and you stand behind them and you stand behind them with your growers, your retail partners, logistic, logistic partners. It's impressive, yeah. and And uh, so again, I'm glad we had the opportunity to put a little spotlight on what Op doing. And I appreciate you being here.
1: Thank you, Todd. I appreciate it.
0: Thank you. Thanks everybody for watching. I hope you enjoyed yourself. If you didn't, sorry, we'll do better next time. I rest, uh, you know, but we do appreciate you very much for listening and, and for your comments and, and for all the love on social media and hanging out with us, you know, we yes. Do, follow we, him we, comment. Thank you. Yeah. Follow. <laughs> come, say whatever you want. Yeah, no, we do appreciate it all. You know, it's how we win the day. We keep these conversations going and we increase consumption and we get people educated and we talk about cool stuff. It's, it seems like a win-win to me. So thanks for hanging out with us. We'll see you. Uh, conversation Todd Bits social media wherever whenever and uh, take care and remember go inspire somebody today it's really important it's not hard to do Corey inspired me I hope she's you know I know she inspired people out there to make changes and to think differently Oppie's an inspirational company that's what it's all about so go inspire somebody today say hello to them it'll make everybody's day better Corey thank you again I appreciate you take care everybody